Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, September 8th. Today, we got the full report from that special grand jury in Georgia that had investigated former President Trump and his allies' efforts to overturn the 2020 election. So, as we know, former President Donald Trump is facing 13 charges in Georgia over his attempts to overturn the 2020 election. Donald Trump and his 18 co-defendants in this case have all pleaded not guilty to the charges. And we still don't know when a Trump trial in Georgia would begin. In fact, his legal team notified the judge in the case yesterday that they may file a motion to move the case out of state court and into federal court though no motion yet has been filed. Now, Georgia has a quirky system, and separate and apart from the grand jury that handed down those indictments, there was a special grand jury convened without the power to indict. It was more of an investigative body that ultimately issued a report to the district attorney, Fonnie Willis, with recommended charges in the case. Now, the final decision, obviously, whether to charge or to decline to charge, rested with district attorney Fonnie Willis, and we've seen what her decision was in this 19-person case, these indictments in this racketeering case that she has had the grand jury move forward with. What is new and what we learned today was the full report of that special grand jury. And as it turns out, that special grand jury recommended far more people face charges than Willis ultimately indicted. The special grand jury had recommended charges against 39 people. And as we noted, Willis indicted 19 people on racketeering charges, including former President Trump, Mark Meadows, his former chief of staff, Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, and Trump's former lawyer. One of the 19 people Willis charged was Trump campaign official Mike Roman, who was not mentioned in the special grand jury report. So basically, Willis went with 18 of the 39 recommended people to indict in this case. As of the recording of this podcast on Friday afternoon, Willis has declined to comment on the report's release. Now, it is quite rare for the public to see a full special grand jury report like this, especially in unredacted form. It includes the names of people who were recommended for charges but didn't get indicted. But members of this special grand jury recommended that their report be published. And there's no indication that anyone raised any objections in Fulton County. Congressman Jamie Raskin Democrat of Maryland, who was a member of the January 6th House Committee that looked into the election subversion scheme, was on CNN earlier today and had this to say about the report. We can't enter into all of the tactical and legal and prudential considerations that Fannie Wells took into account when she made her decisions about who precisely to prosecute and who not. But at the very least, um, the release of this document from the special grand jury decisively refutes the claim that she is on some kind of indiscriminate partisan dragnet against all Republicans. Now, you may ask, why is it newsworthy to talk about people who were not charged 
And it is true. The focus of everyone as it relates to Fulton County should be on the actual 19 person indictment that includes the former president of the United States and the trials that are soon to begin. That has nothing to do with these other 20, 21 people that we learned of their names today. But seeing this full report does flesh out all the avenues that this special grand jury did investigate. It gives a more complete context to the criminal effort that Fannie Willis is going after with those that she got indictments for from the regular grand jury. One of those named in the report who was not charged, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. Now, Graham appeared before that special grand jury last year after a court battle over his testimony. The report doesn't tell us what evidence it used to make its charging recommendations. That is important to understand. But it says the charges recommended against Graham were tied to the, quote, national effort to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The report also shows us some places where the vote wasn't unanimous in terms of the recommendation to charge. Certainly, Lindsey Graham was one of those instances. Thirteen members of that special grand jury recommended charges against Graham. Seven grand jurors voted against. You may recall after the 2020 election, Graham repeatedly prodded Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger and his colleagues on the phone about signature matching of ballots in the Atlanta area. Now, Raffensperger told CNN at the time in November 2020 that he believed Graham, quote, implied that he should try to, quote, throw out some ballots in the heavily Democratic area. Graham argued in a legal fight over testifying to the special grand jury that his calls to state officials were activity related to his responsibilities as then chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. He also argued that his actions should be protected by the Constitution's speech or debate clause, basically him doing his job as a senator. At an event in South Carolina today, Graham defended the phone calls he made to elections officials, saying he had questions. I eventually certified the election in all states, including Georgia. I didn't find any evidence of mass voter fraud, but I did have concerns about the mail-in ballot systems in Georgia and other places. This is troubling for the country. We can't criminalize senators doing their job when they have a constitutional requirement to fulfill. Graham also said he is, quote, standing with President Trump and that he will not be deterred from campaigning for him. And he said, quote, at the end of the day, it will be President Trump on the ballot, meaning he's pretty convinced his decision to endorse Trump in the Republican primary will ultimately uh, be what the party chooses to do. For his part, Donald Trump sharply criticized that special grand jury report, writing on Truth Social that it has, quote, zero credibility and badly taints Fonnie Willis and this whole political witch hunt. Another way of looking at this, clearly not the way Donald Trump does, is that this provides some political cover for Fonnie Willis. It shows on her part some restraint that she didn't just take wholesale and be a rubber stamp for whatever the special grand jury put forth, that she only went ahead with the prosecutions and the charges that she thinks she really has a good chance at being successful with at court and obviously avoided some more politically arduous charges like those against sitting or former United States senators. I say former senators as well because both Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, the two former Republican senators from the state of Georgia, were also listed in this report as people the special grand jury recommended charging, but who were not charged 
ultimately by the district attorney. It's also worth noting the vote was split among the grand jurors on these two recommendations. So while this report may flesh out some of the scope that that special grand jury was employing for its investigation, which was a wide scope, obviously, it is far more important to keep your eye on the ball here on the 19 people who've actually been charged on a racketeering case that is now moving forward through the court in Fulton County. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Steve Lichtai is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe, Taylor Galgano, and Martin Guilando. We'll be back Monday.